0: Hey everybody, it's the Unemployed Guys podcast. On this week's show, I have COVID, Tom and I went to the movies, and the Chicago Bears offense is complete dog shit. Let's get into it! Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Unemployed Guys podcast. My name's Luke Chaconas. I'm one half of the Unemployed Guys. Back after a very impromptu week off, which we'll get to in just a moment, I'm sure. But joined, as always, by my best pal in the whole world, my co-host. He's a fellow sulking Bears fan today, as am I. Sean Allen Young. How are you, Sean? I'm good. Thanks for asking. You sound like. How are you? (laughs) You sound like Eeyore. Everything good over there, buddy? That's exactly what I was going to say. You lose your tail again? I mean, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. And you might have heard him just chime in right there. Uh, Also, a a pretty sulking football fan right now in terms of his own team. Tom Souls, Tommy Salami. How are you, Tom? Hi. Good to be here. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking water. <laughs> I feel. I feel. Like, I, feel like I got a pound so of liquid
1: Genuine. <laughs> He's very. We're so disingenuine when we're like. Well, well all our teams good. suck. It's... All
0: all of our teams suck right now. Yeah, uh, I have for, I, for different reasons. As far as my team goes,
2: you guys are like in a different stage of grief over your team. I've told several friends over the past week that with my team, you know how they're like there's the different stages of grief. Yeah, I mean the acceptance stage. Mm-hmm. You know where you guys are more of in the anger stage
0: yeah you tom it sounds I'm, like you're like when I the know. tigers like when we get to that like second week of september and i go oh wait we're 70 games under 500 i guess i should probably <laughs> cash it in that's kind of where you're at right now <laughs> yeah i'm in the right. denial stage oh that's okay. fun that's fun yeah that's very fun. Well we're gonna yeah, I'm we're in gonna denial
1: that... yeah, okay. Yeah, we will get into it.
0: We'll whatever. get into we'll get into it all. I, I think it's just been it's been a tough go. It's been a tough week. Um uh, I got no issues talking about this. So we missed our episode last week. We had every intention to do an episode. Tom and I were gonna review uh the new Blumhouse horror flick freaky. We're gonna get to that a little bit later on. We're gonna talk about the Bears today, I'm sure. Another pathetic loss. Matt Nagy's a complete doofus. We'll get into all that and more. But the reason we missed last week, and I'll obviously Tom and Sean know about this, but our lovely listeners don't know it, is because I tested positive for coronavirus. <laughs> this is not a joke. This is not a bit. This is breaking news. I tested positive last uh, Monday. So that's why we had to skip the episode, because I was feeling like shit, feeling better mm-hmm. now. Uh, for any reason, I'm taking a long pause throughout the show. It's probably because I'm trying to pound the water today. And uh, yeah, I had I got the COVID. The COVID finally came for me, knocked me out for a few days, knocked our vacation off the board, and now we just sit and we're bitter.
1: Yeah, and that's the episode, really. That's the episode, and that's it. So,
0: rate, subscribe, uh, <laughs> all that good stuff. No, so yeah, I had I got the COVID. Um, I felt I didn't feel good Sunday How would you morning. Rate and subscribe
2: your experience with
0: uh, with with coronavirus. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's a great that's a great pitch to get let me talk about my experienced I'm sure everybody has just been dying to hear about um no yeah so I woke up so Saturday last Saturday Halloween myself and friend of the show Anthony Carl we were hanging out watched a couple of spooky Halloween movies ordered a za had a couple beers we were tossing a few back playing a few board games great time great times had by all woke up Sunday morning wasn't feeling great uh in particular I had the chills headaches sore throat and I just was I just overall felt not good. So I obviously with everything going on, any like the minute you even sneeze once you think, Oh no, do I have coronavirus? But this was actually an instance where I was like, Oh shit, I hope I don't have coronavirus. So I was I like lounged in bed all day and then a little bit earlier, um uh we uh I took we we took my temperature at the house and I think it was like a hundred hundred point two, something like that. So that wasn't good. I went to a convenient care out here in Aurora, and they tested me for strep and for COVID. I thought for sure I did not have strep because I've had strep throat before, and it's awful. Anyone who's had strep throat can attest. It's one of, like, the worst pains ever, and I felt okay. Like, I had a sore throat, but definitely not a strep sore throat, and sure enough, the, t- the strep test came back positive, so I was like, ah, shit, well, that sucks, And then I had to pretty much wait until I got the COVID test back. And they said it can take anywhere from, you know, uh, 24 to 72 hours at most, even up to five days if they get super behind. Uh, But they said, you'll probably know more or less within 48 hours of taking your test. Um, And I knew I was doomed because everyone kept telling me, if you get strep throat, odds are you probably don't have coronavirus. And sure enough, I woke up Monday morning to an email in my inbox saying I had tested positive for coronavirus. (laughs) So, yeah, I had to do everything. I've been doing the quarantine thing since last week. I'm two weeks off of work. Um, Yes, we had a nice little trip planned to Florida. I was going to go visit some family. You guys were going to come down towards the tail end. We were going to go to Disney for a few days. That all had to get canceled. Um, So not great. Not great. But uh, I'm feeling better now. And that's what's important. And I'm out of quarantine officially this Wednesday, the 11th. That's when I can leave. According to the Kane County health officials who called me on Monday night, they said since I'd already like been seeing symptoms beforehand, like the virus may already mm-hmm. have been running its course. So I didn't have to do the full 14 days. It could be a 10 days. I don't understand how they, how that works. 10 to 14 days. Don't get mad at me if it's not the full 14, but I'm doing 10. Cause that's what I was told. I'm a free man Wednesday, the 11th. And that's my story.
1: Stick it And do, <laughs> did they do any, do they do any like, like tracing, like tracing back to where like you could have gotten it?
0: Okay, so this is a great question. And this also, I, I want to preface this by saying as well, I am with everything with coronavirus. I am not a fool. I say let's listen to the doctors. Let's listen to the CDC because they know a hell of a lot more about this shit than I do. Just my own opinion. But I think that's something we should all be doing. So obviously, anything they say to me, I'm going to listen to, right? The one thing I have to kind of give them a little pushback on is the whole contact tracing thing. When the Kane County official, Health Department official called me Monday night, uh, I conferenced in my folks because they obviously want to know like what they can do, what we should be doing for me to keep me like safe and healthy. Um, and he pretty much said what we were doing was perfect, just keep me isolated, away from everybody and you know my family, and that's what we were doing, so it was all good. I asked the question then, what about contact tracing? Like, would you guys like? Do you need to know like where I've been the last like seventy-two hours or anything like that? And the guy was pretty much like, no. He's like, we assume if you didn't if you didn't get it at work, you probably just maybe got it from a member of your family who may have had it and brought it home, and they're just not showing symptoms yet. And he pretty much left it at that. He never once asked like, where have you been? Who have you been around? I th- they did ask in some way, have you been around anyone? recently that has been showing symptoms to which that I answered no the only places I've gone had been the work the gym and the. the, I tested positive Monday uh, Monday November 2nd the that the previous Thursday Tom and I were uh, I was down by you guys we went and saw the movie and Tom and I got dinner but beyond that that's Mm -hmm. it Tom wasn't sick you weren't sick the whole time we were together we were both wearing masks Um, during the movie we had to wear masks social distanced all that stuff work has been doing the proper precautions the gym I work out at uh doesn't really like enforce a mask policy but I still wear one mm-hmm. so if I was a betting man if I'm probably thinking I probably got it at the gym I mean it seems like the most likely candidate but right. who knows it could have been at work you know someone could have brought it home I mean you just don't know with this ship but to answer your question Shawnee when I specifically asked them about contact <laughs> tracing they're kind of like yeah it's just kind of up to you guys to figure That's it good. out <laughs> And I was like, yeah, all right, I, mean, my, my I don't know, what do you is think?
2: That, <laughs> is that, like, we're, they're not going to go to, like, like, yeah. they don't have the time or the resources to be like, oh, you hung out with Tom four days before you tested positive? Mm-hmm. We're going to call him, or we're yeah. going to call everybody that you saw, you know, or we're going to call your gym, or, like, yeah, they don't have the time or resources to follow up on, on
1: that. It probably doesn't even matter, to be honest. Like, yeah. So many people have it that they're just like, I mean... You probably got it from uh, Bill who is at the cash register at Jewel Osco. Like, yeah, I
0: mean honestly we don't know. I uh, yeah. w- you know, we very clear you got it from an asymptomatic person. Exactly, no. yeah, cause, I mean, if I saw someone who, you know, I was hanging around with that was sick, I'd be like, "Ugh, get yeah. away from me." Whether it was Go. me or me <laughs> yeah. from work or from the gym. But so anywho, yeah, that's why we didn't have an episode last week. I'm currently in a battle with coronavirus. I'm kicking its ass though. I feel good. <laughs> And uh, hopefully I can leave my Shawshank prison cell in the coming days. I have been outside one time in the past week. (laughs) You've been Uh,
2: tunneling through your walls to try and get outside?
0: Yes, very similar to Andy Dufresne. Thank you for asking, Tom. (laughs) I do have a poster uh, covering up the hole that I'm tunneling to just in case the warden comes down and does a cell check. But I don't actually have to worry about that because in this case the warden would be my family and they've all been like, no, just we're leaving food for you up here. We don't want to (laughs) get sick. Unfortunately, though, my family, it's kind of starting to run its way through them. So we're just kind of all in this together. Um, it's not fun. It sucks, too. And I think the reason why I'm so kind of mad and upset about it is, and I'm going to kind of play the, the woe is me card right now. I've I've taken the whole virus stuff pretty seriously, I would say. Uh, I've always worn the mask. I've done the social distancing, washed the hands, uh, avoided large crowds, all that stuff. And I'm just kind of pissed off that I know that there's people out there who haven't done that and are fine, yet the guy who's tried to do it right and play by the book now is essentially screwed because of it. You know, I have had to cancel work for a week. We had to cancel our vacation. I mean, I know in the grand scheme of things, I don't want to – I shouldn't sound such like an entitled asshole because there's people who have died from this, and that's obviously much more important and tragic than a couple friends having to postpone a vacation for a weekend. But um, – mm-hmm. It's not fun. It's not fun, I but get, luckily, no, you know, I gotta you're all good.
2: I'm gonna give you one of my an all time parent line okay. that I absolutely hated when I was a child and I still hate. Mm-hmm. Life isn't fair.
0: <laughs> That's
2: <laughs> when, or, you, when I get told that I'm like I just hate that,
0: yeah. that so much. I mean it's it's it's, it's an not, It's appropriate to say, or if I could one-up you, to quote Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World, little bro, life's tough, get a helmet. Then he smacks him on the forehead. That's a good one. So, no, I mean, all all jokes aside, all whining aside, uh, I'm healthy. My family, although it's kind of running through them right now, they all seem to know, like, dire, dire symptoms are being shown. Everyone can breathe, which is great. Uh, You know, no Mm -hmm. no huge issues there. It's more of just more of those cold symptoms and, uh, you know, just some other stuff going on. But uh yeah we're we're getting we're getting through it as best we can and luckily we all have our health we have Mm -hmm. no we're all good health is health is there i get to break quarantine wednesday and then you know we'll just go from there (laughs) i guess this was the shittiest uh paid two-week vacation i could have asked for I'm not super stoked about it, but it was the hand I was dealt, so we'll keep playing it. And again, yeah. I'm feeling so good. I'm, I'm on the up and up. Going
2: to Florida, what have you been doing with your time?
0: That's actually a good question. I mean, I've been pretty much hanging out by myself uh, and just watching. Obviously, uh, there was this pretty big little thing called the election this past week that I was pretty much glued to mm-hmm. my TV for, as uh, most of America was and the world was, I would imagine. So I was definitely mm-hmm. consumed with that. Um in terms of like new content I've been watching, I have picked up a new show called Shits Creek. Uh nice. I'm in, I'm enjoying it. I think it's a fun show. I don't know if I'll ever rush back to watch it again, but I'm definitely enjoying it and in a moment when you're kind of feeling shitty and crappy and you just need something fun to watch, definitely a good show to have. Have you, have you guys either of you watched Shits Creek? Nope.
2: I have. Yes. In a thumb.
0: Tom and you are a fan, yes.
2: Yes, and uh, I will echo your sentiments about it. It's very fun and enjoyable, but I don't think I will ever go back and watch it. But I that's think, also kind of who I am as a person. I don't rewatch shows very often at all.
0: So. Yeah, i th- I think that this Sean, you may not li- you may not like this comment I'm about to say, but this show Schitt's Creek reminds me a lot of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia whereas when i was while i'm watching it in the moment i'm like man this show is really fun very funny i think i do think it's always sunny is funnier than shit's creek to me that to me that's uh kind of a no mm-hmm. contest but i like i've never gone back in like a rush to rewatch sunny you know what i mean and that's kind of that's kind of how i feel i'll be I, with shit's creek
1: d- i don't know what you mean
0: oh i'm sorry <laughs> that's that's you really i i don't know what you mean would you like me to end the end, end the feed I, now
1: I, well no i just uh you know I'm a, I'm a person that loves rewatching things. Yeah. So yep, So it's always Sunny is something I always go rewatch or Lost <laughs> or Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter.
0: Okay. Uh I would out of those four I would watch in the order uh probably Harry Potter, Always Sunny, Lost, Lord of the Rings. And actually I will You've admit i w- seen Lord of the Rings. So, at so. one point true, true. At or one lost. point <laughs> true, also true. <laughs> At one point in time, I was thinking I should re-watch the last two Lord of the Rings this week and then surprise everybody and say I watched them.
2: Yeah, that would be a surprise.
0: But then I just then I lost interest. Yeah, but you, you still have three days. It's true. I, 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 have, I do have time. Uh, I've, I may, maybe I will. Probably won't. Maybe I will. Listen.
1: Listen. There is nothing better to watch right now than Lord of the Rings. It's getting to be that time. It's getting to be that uh, time to rewatch them again,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is you know always you have around like a time the, of the year. Uh, shot thanks. Is like
2: Thanksgiving yeah, is it's like it's like watching it's like watching Harry rings? Potter like, What is during, the time of the year? For...
1: <laughs> it's like watching Harry Potter during <laughs> Christmas time. Like it just feels good.
0: Okay, that's how I feel watching Armageddon on the Fourth of July. It Just it makes me feel good. Yeah, it gets exactly. my blood boiling. Gets yeah, that's me, what, that's gets me it. a boner. That's how, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Okay. okay. Um other things I've okay. watched, uh but- <laughs> I have re- I a Netflix movie I just watched the other night uh was the Chicago of the Trial se- uh, tri- the trial of the Chicago 7, excuse me. Uh that was very good. That's a good movie. I recommend everyone watch it. That was a good. And um, to think
1: you could have watched The Two Towers. <laughs>
0: It's I had no idea about that story uh and once I watched it, I was like damn this is interesting so that was good and then I watched some the other night I watched uh Jessica Chastain Colin Farrell John Malkovich movie called Ava it was like an action movie where she's a spy and it was very forgettable couple cool fight scenes in it though and um oh and I and watched to think
1: you could and have I, watched Hobbit
0: but you know what I did rewatch which is one of my favorite movies ever uh, which I usually watch about once a year, was Whiplash. I watched that the other night. That movie's so fucking awesome. That movie is without question probably of my top ten favorite movies of all time. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. could maybe even make an argument given the day on a top five. I love that movie. Love it, love it, love it. That's all. I've never seen it. See? All that time you were rewatching Lord of the Rings, you could have been watching Whiplash three times because... Watching that movie three times is probably just an hour into Return of the King. <laughs> so
1: Extended versions. Extended versions. Director's cut, All that stuff. All that which
0: stuff. Which is so.
1: which Return of the King is hovering around four hours.
0: Yeah. Oof. So. Huh. I just got coronavirus again, I think. Four hours of going <laughs> to Middle Earth, no thank you. Uh, since we're talking movies real quick, Tom, you want to get this review out of the way for freaky and then we'll uh, we'll exercise sure. some demons with the bear Sean. Um, okay, great. So, yes, before I tested positive for COVID, before I made the decision to not watch The Lord of the Rings during quarantine, Tom and I went and saw the new Blumhouse horror-thriller comedy Freaky It Stars, Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton. And pretty much, if you haven't heard of this movie, the best way to describe it, it is the movie Freaky Friday, but a horror movie Freaky Friday. Uh, It is... I'll say right off the top, I thought loads of fun, great kills in it, great thrills in it, some fantastic laughs throughout it, very good performances from Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton, Uh, and overall, I just really dug the movie to kind of dig more deep into the plot. It's pretty much this young girl in high school. She's kind of the outcast. She's got her two friends who are kind of of outcasts, and the town she lives in is being stalked by a uh, masked killer who is just on a murderous rampage was played by vince vaughn one night after a football game vince vaughn attempts to kill this girl he grabs this crazy like uh some sort of like voodoo knife that has like magical powers he stabs her with it they switch bodies from there it's like a body swap horror comedy where she has to get her body back within 24 hours or they're stuck in their bodies forever and yeah chaos ensues horror ensues many laughs ensue tom what did you think
2: I echo all those thoughts. It's a fun, enjoyable, like comedy slasher. Mm-hmm. It is, and it the plot is exactly what you described. It is Freaky Friday meets horror. It is literally that, and they make no bones about it. They're just like you know, they're not trying to surprise you. They're just like, hey, this is what this is. We're not doing anything super special here. This you know, we're just driving straight down the road here with, with you know, with this plot, and but they execute it, and. It's enjoyable in every facet I think you know like the comedy is clean and good and what like you said the, the kills are really good especially for the beginning of the movie the opening montage Yeah, there are some really unique kills mm-hmm. as far as like slasher flicks go and you know cause like Vince Vaughn is obviously a middle aged white male preying on these what we think is a semi small town maybe small city <clears throat> Yeah. in you know, nondescript anywhere America, and and it's it's one of those things where you're like, you try not to think about it too much, and you're like, I'm just sitting here enjoying this cookie cutter movie, but darn, does that cookie taste good? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't think it's, it's like it's not like anything that you've never seen before. But then in, but then in a sense, too, like although like the body swap comedy has been done before with Freaky Friday or if you're a Rob Schneider stan, the hot chick, um, this we've never seen this before of like a horror swap comedy where there it, where is the body swap comedy, but they add the element of horror into it. So I thought that was really fun, and actually, you brought up a great point, Tom. The opening scene or the opening montage, whatever you want to call it, of this movie is great. It gets you th- thrown right into it, and it definitely, I thought, in the beginning, started more on the line with the horror movie, and to a point where I was even kind of like, "Damn, like this movie's funny." I've laughed a couple times, but they're definitely leaning more into the horror than they are the comedy. Obviously, once they switch the bodies and you have this like very nice, cute, petite high school girl. Turning into a murderous psychopath, killing her classmates and teachers, and Vince Vaughn then playing the opposite of playing, um, you know, uh, the 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 teenage girl. Uh, you know, obviously it, it, that's where the comedy comes in more to it. But yeah, overall, I thought it was great.
2: Especially because the main girl before, you know, the switch is like this quiet, reserved, mm-hmm. non-popular, you know, girl who gets picked on a little bit, but isn't like. Oh, totally bullied, but she just you know has a couple friends. She's not in the popular clique, and so yeah. it's funny to watch Vince Vaughn act that out. Yeah, you know?
0: guy has a great. Uh, st- I mean, I'm sure it's kind of stereotypical at times, but he has a great like high pitched girl scream. Has the great girl run where he's flailing his hands. Many, I said, I said it before. I could probably watch him run as this character for like a good 90 minutes, and that just be a movie and I'd be entertained. I would love to see a movie where it's Liam Neeson <clears throat> versus Vince Vaughn as this character just sprinting for 90 minutes. Maybe throw in Nick Foles, too, because if you watch this Bears game today, he runs like he's got cement shoes, so maybe he can get in there, too, <laughs> on the action. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, overall, I really dug this movie. It comes out this Friday, Friday the 13th. Coincidentally enough, they play into that a lot throughout the movie as well. But, yeah, if you're feeling good enough to go out see a movie if you want to bear the crowds do all that stuff uh whatever you feel you want to do feel comfortable doing it i'd recommend it's going to get a wide release i hope people go see it i'm a little afraid it really won't get as much love as it probably should just because given what's going on in the world right now but uh, if you don't catch it in theaters eventually catch it one day when it inevitably comes to some streaming service in three and a half months
2: yeah for comparison for the listeners out there who enjoyed the movie, the happy death day movie, plural, either the first one or the second one, or both, this movie has, Freaky has the same director as those movies. So, yep. and it's it's in the same exact genre of horror, yep. you know, the comedy slasher.
0: You know, it's so interesting, because uh, this was Blumhouse who did this, and Blumhouse, for those of you who may not be super familiar, they, they do almost like all, all horror movies, they don't have a complete monopoly on the horror genre, but I'd say almost you know 50 to 60 percent of the horror movies you're watching in the mainstream media I'd say Blumhouse has a hand in it in some capacity so what's interesting with Blumhouse is their entire kind of product the way they have they've done their movies or their business you know kind of uh, statement is they'll put together these movies where they make them for four or five six million dollars but then they turn huge profits Uh, they've done it before tons of movies And they've kind of more recently gotten into some more uh, legit horror movies and things like that. But what's so funny with Blumhouse is sometimes they make these really great, fun, different movies like Happy Death Day or even Happy Death Day to You. I actually enjoyed the sequel, uh, Freaky, their newest release. They, They do these more kind of innovative and creative movies, but then sometimes they make some real dog shit movies. And I can say this because on Halloween, one of the movies I watched was the remake of Fantasy Island. And not that it was necessarily like a complete dog shit movie, but it was just so boring and just like so unnecessary. And then when I was thinking about a movie like Fantasy Island compared to Freaky, I was like, it's amazing that the same production company made both of these movies because it's truly like night and day. You've got one thing that's really super creative and kind of out of the box. And then you've got something that's just so paint by numbers and lethargic. It's it's quite humorous when you like look at their full list of movies that they've done. But yeah, they're pretty good at it. And I definitely say Freaky is no doubt about a a big win for them and i hope people see it you know when when they're able to yeah great like you were saying (laughs) earlier definitely i was drinking water (laughs) (laughs) i mean it's
2: you're again you're not it's not going to be some amazing you know all-time classic movie you know here but if you're just looking for an enjoyable hour and a half the comedy or slasher or both role to fit your spooktober evening this is a perfect movie for that
0: sean now that we have pretty much given you the best sales pitch ever would you ever consider watching this movie
1: yeah only for vince vaughn
0: okay we'll take it we'll take it i think i think sean this is like this is like a tom said it perfectly this is a great spooktober movie honestly Uh, Like, like you just this. I could see you, Sean. This is a movie. You come in. You're in your room. You're like, what are you guys watching? You plop down on the couch. Ninety minutes goes by, and you go, yeah, that wasn't bad. And then you go back to your room, and that'd be it. This was not a waste of my time. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I feel I feel like um, like I I don't think I would ever watch like Death Day or Death Day Two, but um, this one I would. Yeah, this would be one. Yeah, if you guys were sitting. I would come in 20 minutes late and be like, what's going on? (laughs) Tom would give me a recap of the first 20 minutes. I would sit down, enjoy the rest of the film, and be like, okay, cool. See you, guys. (laughs) Then I would make
2: you watch First ten minutes, so, again, because Luke and I alluded to it. But to, I think we are, are in agreement of this, Luke. The best kills in the movie are in the first ten minutes.
0: Oh, yeah. absolutely, no yeah. doubt about it. They're 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 the most fun, the most gruesome. Also, this movie doesn't really pull any punches in terms of the violence and gore, which I was definitely yeah. on board with. Like, because the way they were. The way they were trying, even when it's Vince Vaughn as the killer, or when it's the girl who takes over the killer after they do the body swap part, this movie's violent and very gruesome, very over the top, very bloody, and I was I was I was on board for all of it. I'd probably go a solid eight out of ten for this. I had a good time. Uh, Obviously, always great to see Vince Vaughn in a comedy and a fun horror movie with a different spin. I thought Catherine Newton was great too. I thought both of her friends were very good as well. And as I said earlier, uh, as I said, Tom, when we left the theater, always fun to see Alan Ruck, who played Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, uh, pop up in something, especially in this movie, because he kind of played a dick. So it was a uh, yep. different something to see. So, yeah, I'd go I'd go I'd go eight out of ten. Nice. Yeah, I the on the, would on the Bloomhouse scale. Yeah. On the blue. Yeah, sure. The Bloomhouse scale, the Luke scale, whatever scale you want to go off of eight out of ten. I okay. think that sounds great. Eight out of ten. What? Eight out, of eight, 10. 8 out of 10 buckets of bloody popcorn. Oh, nice. Oh, I like nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. 8 out of 10 okay. fantasy island, I would go th- I'd go 4 black, 4 out of 10 black licorices.
1: Oh. Oh. Are
0: yeah. those,
1: is that, is that li- licorice? Plural form?
0: Licorices. L- lic, licorices? For, Four Nick Lachets. Four Nick (laughs) Lachez and a partridge in a pear tree. Okay. Speaking of things we want to talk, rant, not be very happy about ninety ninety eight 98 degrees. Um, The Chicago Bears are a mess. This team is a mess. Sean, I'm going to pour some water. So would you mind just like giving your thoughts for 10 seconds? Because um, yeah. I have a lot of thoughts, and I I think you do too. Okay. Uh, and Tom, by any by, at any point throughout the conversation, as kind of the neutral party here, feel free yeah. to interrupt, give your thoughts. Yeah, you know a yeah, lot. I you know the game a lot today, about it. Yeah. The
2: first three quarters anyway, and then I napped the fourth
1: quarter. Yeah. As soon as Tom started napping, the Bears scored their first points of the game. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, so, actually, so Bears um, fans
2: out there want the Bears to win. Just text me to tell me. Tell me Sleep.
0: well also and the offensive know. line napped for all four quarters so i think <laughs> they got true. you beat a little bit they, tom ba-
2: they basically nap every game that's yeah. the main reason their offense is not good my opinion as that's my outside opinion is their offensive line is terrible
1: yeah i think they know it too mm-hmm. i mean yeah. nick Foles doesn't th- throw the ball what 53 times in a game if they know they can't run the ball Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yep
1: um i think they're bad i think Nagy's on his last legs mm-hmm. um I was telling Tom, the first season uh, felt, like, fun and exciting because Nagy was, like, he wasn't like any other offensive coordinator and that he was just doing these weird-ass plays. Mm -hmm. Um, And now he's just boring, and he doesn't know what he's doing anymore. So I think Nagy's probably on his way out, which is fine with me. They They need somebody that can actually, you know, uh, Put their players in a position to to move the ball. Yeah, and I was just talking. I was I would love that for them to try and find a um, uh, a quarterback that can just like that just won't that w- that will actually go win the game. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think the Bears have ever had a quarterback that will like win the game, and that's sad.
0: I would there's love to. Oh, go ahead. No, fish it Fish thought. No, thought.
1: there's just, there's just a lot of stuff running through my head that needs to change, mm-hmm. and I can't pick out one because. <laughs> it's every aspect. The defense is. It feels lackluster. Khalil Mack only had like two tackles today. Um. There's not. They're not getting turnovers. Like in other seasons where we could rely on the defense to get turnovers and score, but now they just kind of kind of stop people, and but don't get turnovers. Offensive line sucks. Um, let's see what else. <laughs> what, um, else I, Alan, what else can I? What else can I? Allen Robinson the is, is really good. I just I just want to give him all the chances in the world. Uh, Mooney is looking yeah, really oh, good. He, everyone knows this, but he's by um, far your
2: best player.
0: Oh, off, a, oh yeah, Allen Robinson, Robinson. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Bye for
1: Yep. Now, I would say if the Bears had any any type of offensive line, uh, Dave Montgomery would be a superstar. But, alas, they do that's not going to happen.
0: I have um, – I, I, I agree with everything you both have said. I know it's been a few weeks since we've kind of done an episode where we specifically talk about the Bears. It, it seems we only got to talk about the Bears when they were having those – pull those games out of their ass wins earlier on in September and early October. Um, I am pr- pretty much fed up with the bears. They're five and four. Obviously things could be a lot worse. They're not the Cowboys. They're not the jets. They're not the team from that team from Washington or the giants uh, or, you know, a team even in our own division, like the lions. I am just very fed up <clears throat> with the bears as on, especially on offense In terms of the defense, I have come around more than I did in the beginning of the season. And and it's actually, Sean, to what you were saying early on in the games when the defense really wasn't playing like they have been as of late. And that's just I think we needed to give the defense time to kind of gel – play together, get caught up for those games of not having a preseason, not really having as much of a summer camp as they normally would have had. Mm-hmm. And I think in that respect, the defense has definitely been playing better. I don't think they're as good as 2018. I agree with you there. I think this team never gets any turnovers of any kind, ever. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll never go out. You'll never see Kyle Fuller or Buster Screen or Eddie Jackson or everyone pick a ball. They'll knock a ball down, but they'll never they'll never finish the drill and like just get a full-on pick. And I don't know why that is, uh, but they just uh, they just don't do it. I think Khalil Mack, I'm with you. He hasn't been quite the dominant force that we saw in 2018. Uh, but overall, I do think the defense has been much better as of late, and the defense is 100% keeping this team in games much longer than they probably should even be uh, because the offense has just been so goddamn putrid. And at me, it starts at the top mm-hmm. with Nagy. Uh, I like Matt Nagy. I think as a head coach, I think he could be a guy that brings teams together. But as an offensive coordinator, I think he is a fucking joke. I think he runs the same plays over and over again. It's clear that this team does not have a run game. Because of the offensive line, and I'll agree with you there, Tom, I do think the offensive line is a huge problem. I don't know if I'd say it's the number one problem, but if it's not the number one, it's definitely the number two. And let me tell you something, this this offensive line is a number two, no doubt about it. Uh, They are terrible. It's terrible. David Montgomery had 14 carries for 30 yards. The team overall rushed for 56 yards today. Matt Nagy, it seems like any time it's like a fourth and one, fourth and two, he thinks, so I'll just give the ball to Cordero Patterson or David Montgomery, and they get stuffed behind the line of scrimmage and lose four yards. It's like, it's, and he does it every time. Matt Nagy is the most predictable play caller, I'd say. I'm going to say in the NFL. Now, I'm not watching every other team, but I watch these Bears every Sunday, and every single time, it's the same shit. When it comes to the Bears mm-hmm. offense, it's a saying I like to say from time to time, and it's same shit, different toilet. That's exactly what it comes down to. Um, mm-hmm. I do think there's a, there definitely is a quarterback crisis with this team. What are we doing? Is it, are we going to give the veteran like Nick Foles a chance? Are we going to give it to Mitch? But now you can't even give it to Mitch because he's hurt. <laughs> I mean, it's right. just a complete mess. They're a complete shit show on offense. They do have a great – the, and the shit part is they do have some great, some great weapons on this team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Tom alluded to Allen Robinson. He is by far the best player on offense. I think Jimmy Graham actually has had a pretty solid season. I Man, think he's yes. been a lot more kind of standoutish than we would have thought when they first got him in the off season. I do agree with you, Sean. We've said it many times. David Montgomery, if someone just can block for the fucking guy, I think he could be a mm-hmm. fantastic running back in this league. But overall, they just, other than those few bright spots, Anthony Miller, don't really hear much from him. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, you get uh, Mooney, who he, he's good but I, yeah, he's I don't think well. he's, he's, he's doing rookie, he's doing so, well, but I mean, but I mean it's just like thing. still, I don't know. So overall, I just think, I think the offense is in, is in such shambles. And I think a lot of it starts at the top with Nagy. If I had to rank my concerns, it goes Nagy offensive line quarterback. Uh, yeah. I, I, that's kind of where I see all three are huge issues. The bears need to rectify in some way, but those are, that's my list of concerns when it comes to this team on offense, Nagy, the line, then the quarterback all, situation. Yeah,
1: all I, All I ask is for Nagy to just be like, all right, I'm going to hand the the play calling over to this person and just let them do what they need to do and just have him just be a head coach Yep, and not worry about it. I mean, obviously worry about it, but, you know, just give the responsibility over to someone else because you're right. He can bring people together like we've seen that like the, the atmosphere around the Bears from like a personal standpoint it feels okay like from an outsider perspective but but just stop calling plays just maybe maybe if he just doesn't call plays maybe Mm -hmm. if he just says all right everybody we're gonna run the ball and they just run a random play maybe it'll be better Yep. Maybe they'll maybe the <laughs> uh, maybe it'll just turn into backyard football. I was and gonna he's say like, like, backyard football. Yeah, all right, pass, <laughs> yeah. All right, right, pass play. yeah, Alan, you go deep. Uh, um, uh, Jimmy, you you curl here. All right, ready, break. <laughs> as they and say then in the, either throw they, it deep or short or...
0: As they say in the longest yard with Adam Sandler, some schoolyard bullshit. Honestly, that's probably yeah. what they need right now. It's just, it's.
2: I guess that would remove the predictability out of the offense because nobody True. would exactly.
0: know what's going on at anyway. I mean, the, the, I they're just. Want, just I so just want
1: to know. I just want to know what happened to Nagy, to where he like lost his balls from like two years ago to this year.
0: Yep. Yep. Like, I agree. I, I don't know what what happened to him. Well, you know, and and the hard part is too. I want to look at his Hold on cuz Tom's guy from PTI uh was it Mike Wilbon, right Tom? Yeah. Yeah. Tony uh, Purn- t- Mike Wilbon? Yeah, he tweeted something out today and I think I even retweeted oh, yeah, it. Mike Wilbon's a big Bears fan. So. Yeah. So my, my, He's Mike very Wilbon Yeah, and he well his tweet afterwards will will definitely showcase that. <laughs> he said, "Maybe you aren't what your record says you are." Matt Nagy is 25 and 15 as a head coach, 62 percent, and yet no team's offense looks as incompetent as his. Mm-hmm. I think that is the perfect way to summarize Matt Nagy. You look at his overall coaching record; it's good, 25 and 15. I will take that. Almost three years into his, you know, tenure as the Bears head coach, I'll take that. But his team, his offense that he puts out on the field these last two years have been dog shit, absolute dog shit. Now I just, I don't
1: know. Yeah, now it just feels like an ego play of like,
0: no, this is my playbook. I'm mm-hmm. not called play. It's like well, okay, but well, that's because, <laughs> <they suck. laughs> th- and I think I think that's what it is because his first his first year with the Bears. Uh, in 2018, when they went 12 and 4, they they pulled all these fun trick plays. The, the the in 2018, the Bears offense was anything but predictable. The entire Bears team was anything but predictable. You know, mm-hmm. and then 20 and then last year happened, and they were just they were incredibly mediocre. This year's happened and the only reason why they're not in my opinion a 3 and 6 team or 2 and 7 is because they lucked their way into some wins against some shit ass teams early in the year. Mm-hmm. And this is very telling how the bears have been playing lately. They're losing to teams that play all four quarters or if they don't, you know, they'll they'll come and get you or they'll close out a game. I just yeah. I just don't I don't get it. Um I, I, I'm i curious to st- I wonder what Ryan Pace is thinking and I think in another way too this is kind of telling of all those people who are like we gotta run Mitch Trubisky out of town I think when they see this now and they're seeing that it's even happening with a guy like Nick Foles who I'm not saying is mm-hmm. the greatest quarterback ever but you know I think who's a solid quarterback I'd say I think you can start making the, the case now that eh, maybe it wasn't such a Mitch Trubisky thing. Maybe it was a Matt Nagy and not having an offensive line thing. Just my opinion. I know Mitch wasn't great. He had many a games where he looked like a deer in headlights. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'll say this. If Mitch was healthy to play, I would like them to go back to Mitch.
1: Yeah, why not? I
0: mean, I mean exactly. Why not? But, exactly.
2: The, but, but here's that's what the I would changes. I was them as well.
1: Yeah, here's the change needs to come with play calling. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the bottom line, right? So, like, I, Mitch Trubisky has the ability to run the ball, but it was never, like, fully utilized. It was always, like, an escape mechanism. It yeah. wasn't, It wasn't like, it wasn't, like, a designed runs for him yeah. that could work. It was, I mean, there was, like, maybe one, to maybe two per game. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think Mitch running was like his, was his safety net pretty much. But then again, you watch, you watch Nick Foles run and I am, I have seen locomotive trains from the 1400s that run smoother than he does. I mean, it is just insane. And I've spent a lot of times around the railroad. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. You're a train boy. I am a train boy. I am. That sounds kind of, that kind of sounds filthy, but we'll, we'll look it up what it means on urban dictionary (laughs) after we get done recording. Oh, don't worry, I'll look it up. In I'm, now. He, oh, he's a train boy. He's one of them train boys, I tell you. But uh, yeah, I just I I don't think it's I just I think the team overall is just looking very crappy right now, and it's going to be interesting to see how they finish out this season, because I think it's kind of a mix the remainder of their season, of teams on paper they might be better. Oh God, what am I? What what did I just say? I am.
1: According to Urban Dictionary says, a socially incompetent and borderline creepy male virgin over the age of 23 who wears khakis, jeans, with running shoes, and probably still
0: plays with trains. (laughs) (laughs) Can you give me, what was his, who wears khakis, jeans?
1: Khakis, jeans, with running shoes, and probably still plays with trains.
0: I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: Do you see that dude staring at me awkwardly over in the corner? Ugh, what a train boy. He's so
0: below my league. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, look up on uh, Urban Dictionary right now what it means. Uh, G-note. G as in George, note. N-O-T-E, G-note. And then I want you to read me what one of the, dic- one of the definitions are. It might not be the top definition. It might be like the second or third you can do it I believe in you it, does it Does it have to come on does you'll it know it, it when you see
1: do... it does it have to do with welcome to
0: the black parade by no. chemical <laughs> romance <laughs> no. <laughs> no that is not that is not what we were looking for that is not what we um, were looking for
1: you AKA, can do it uh, how to kill a emo repressed or not use it carefully no it i'll causes look great it up pain and can cause an emo to go into shock until mcr gets back together
0: no that is not it oh man i don't know if it's on here anymore this is like i what i was, what we were getting out of his was a, this is what me and my friends put on urban dictionary i think back when we were in high school oh man i think it i think it's gone that's a that's a shame Wait, is the G-note the, the one that makes you poop? No. No. Oh, that's on, called the brown
1: note. Never mind, sorry. I
0: think we've completely that's gone the off the rails note. here. We have completely... Uh, you've, 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 I've ruined us. Anywho. One one note on the piano that makes all
1: emos lose their shit ah. while crying dark eyeliner and <laughs> sitting in a corner screeching.
0: <laughs> here we go. G-note on Urban Dictionary. It's the number 19 result. A G-note oh. definition... When you give yourself a mangina and you show all your friends, <laughs> hey, look, Jim's hitting the G-note. Or, come on, guys, hit the G-note. <laughs> uh, this is 80, you and your friends that, that 80, put this? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that. Uh, yes, huh. but, uh, from August 9, 2011. Huh. Yeah, right when I was a uh, junior in high school. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. This makes sense. Anywho. We've gone off we've gone we've gone off track. I'm sure Tom oh. just loved this part of the conversation. Hmm.
1: By Dano five six two. Myself. I wonder who that is.
0: Ugh <laughs> uh, terrific stuff. Terrific. Hundred and
1: eight down votes to eighty five up votes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I may have just thrown in an up vote for old time's sake. You gotta you gotta you gotta protect your brand. You've got to. You've got to. So look, uh I'm not a train boy. The Bears are not a football team, and that is uh that's pretty much that. And, Tom, we're going to uh, pivot a little bit to your team now. I know you said earlier you're kind of in the acceptance phase of this season for the Niners. Yeah. Well, How do you... one
2: big reason for that.
0: Yeah, and go kind of get into that because I think we're going to share the same opinion here. What are your thoughts and feelings on the season overall?
2: Well, the 49ers just have so many injuries that the real team isn't out there. So, like, when I go watching a game, like, for instance, against the Packers this past Thursday – you know they didn't have a single player on offense who touched the ball in last year's NFC championship game playing that yep and that includes the center so
1: yeah it's incredible. like it's not
2: the see, it's not their team so it's like we're playing with so mm-hmm. many backups it's like do we have a chance to win of course it's football you know any given sunday or in this case it was a thursday night mm-hmm. of <laughs> course you know you have a chance to win but i don't go into the game thinking oh my god the 49ers are going to win this game because they're playing so many backups it's like playing a JV team against a varsity team. there's yeah. just yeah no real chance you're gonna win the game so it's like why even get upset about what's going on because it, it doesn't make sense it's yeah. a waste of time and energy so yeah when you know if they if they get everybody healthy back towards the end of the season they'll probably be a good team and win some games now is it gonna be enough to tweak into the playoffs and maybe cause some trouble do a top season the you know the playoffs in the first round or something possibly but maybe not you know we just don't know at this point there's just so many injuries that it is Mm -hmm. what it is and you have to kind of accept it for what it is and that's all there is to it
0: I think our teams although both struggling are definitely on different pages as to why we're struggling you said it perfectly the Niners it's it's strictly due to injuries if this team was healthy this team would definitely be making some big moves in the NFC West. I mean it's just it's just clear that's how it would be. But uh unfortunately they have been just completely ravaged by the injury bug whereas the Bears really haven't been that hurt by the injury bug this season. Uh, I know they lost Tariq Cohen, I know Eddie Goldman opted out of the season uh for COVID, but beyond that fairly healthy throughout the season and they're just not very good. So uh I mean, yeah, to be fair, the offensive is. line is Yeah. Is just they're banged kind of mixed up. mixed around. This
1: was I mean this was a third tier offensive line of the Bears which yeah. for a normal team that's about um, well going back to Bill uh, the cashier at Jewel Osco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, just I think a bunch of bills a uh, bunch I, of cashiers out there
0: I, I think this Bears offensive line could lose to a really 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 good high school state champion football team on a defense I think they, I think it could happen. I think it could happen. Okay. Wow! And I know that because I'm the coach of that football team. They're my train boys. Oh, oh no! <laughs> We're the train boys. We're train boys. We're all train boys. <laughs> we all we don't wear shoulder pads or, or cleats. We go out in our khakis and we bring our choo choos and we have a good time. Once a week we get together. It's a good time. Everyone's there. You guys should come next week to the meeting. I've been inviting you for weeks. Please return my phone calls.
1: Hey, let's run on these train boys.
0: <laughs> let's make. Hey, let's run a oh, train I, on these wait. train boys. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, everyone, that's it. That's how Just it make has to sure end. Don't play the brown note. <laughs> the G note yeah or the uh, actually there are a lot of g notes that happen at our train boy meetings so it's just boy, uh, all these train boys are are playing the g note Playing <laughs> the g note come on guys it's the look G-note. at all these
1: g notes on the, on those train boys <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god i'm starting to sweat i don't know if it's because i got look, covid or a... because that was funny
1: who knows there's a line of
0: train boys and they all got the g note <laughs> There's no, there's no reason at all why the G-note definition on Urban Dictionary that me and my friends created in high school should be number 19 overall. That should be the first thing you see when you go to Urban Dictionary.
1: First thing. I think it's, all, I think it's because of all the downvotes.
0: Uh, it also shouldn't have that many downvotes. That's a, that's a valuable piece of information, what the that's G-note true. means on Urban Dictionary. So I rest my case. Our podcast. It's true. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> A couple people who like it. Most people are like, "No, nah, I'm good." I've, I've Not had for enough. Me. Not, <laughs> for <me. laughs> Not for, this for me. This week's episode wasn't oh. for me. They started All talking, they do about is talking about bears
1: and train boys. <laughs> and
0: train boys, the train bears, the Chicago train bears. That's uh, that's actually what Ma- that's what uh Matt Nagy. <laughs> Makes the, how he makes the, offensive pra- the offense practice every week. That's he his, makes him become train It's his only boys. offensive play. Yeah, we're going to run the train. <laughs> Here we go. Let's run a train on this next play. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill, he's our object. Let's run a train on him. Let's go. All right, boys, we're going to run a train on him all right okay i've had enough talking about train boys and i've had enough of this episode thank you uh everyone so much for listening as always if you ever want to listen to again after this week's conversation (laughs) you can you can keep on listening and you can listen to us on apple spotify anchor all the major podcasting platforms we're on them if you'd like you can like the show on facebook you can follow us on twitter and instagram you can send us questions comments concerns Pictures of yourself hitting the G note at the unemployed guys podcast at gmail.com. Please don't send those in Uh, if you want. Hey, but you know what? If you want to, I guess, God bless you. We'll just, we'll just judge you. We'll just judge and have a good laugh. Uh, That's it for the show. I've got COVID. I'm feeling better. The bears suck. And uh, that's it. That's it. Tam, Tam, Tom, thank you for being here, buddy.
2: Pleasure as always.
0: Thank you. <laughs> uh, Sean, buddy, thank you for being here. <laughs> <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> Do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm Do here. It. Hey, thanks,
1: here. For, thanks for listening, everybody. a good time. Thank you
0: so much. Good show. Thanks. Everyone have a good week. Be nice to each other. Stay safe. Stay healthy. It's the Unemployed Guys Podcast. My name is Luke Chaconis. My name is Sean Young. That's it. Goodbye. Bye. No, oh, <laughs> didn't get a job and hit that G note <laughs> hit that